welcome to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse, a diverse group of industry experts aligned to help you grow personally and professionally to the next stage. Let's grow. Hello and welcome to the Growing for Success podcast. I'm Preston and today I'm joined with Patrick Metzger, the CEO and founder of The Greenhouse. Patrick, how are you doing today? Not bad. Ready to jam on uh, some employee talk here. Well, it's one of the bigger topics of the day uh, and probably everything you deal with when you're working with clients that we have right now. So basically, let's figure out how does a company even like try and stand out in a market like this where employees are hard to find. Retaining employees is really important. So how does a company stand out? Yeah, you look at, I mean, just the, you know, you look at economy now and everything, you know, especially where we're at, you know, we're in the Fargo-Moorhead area in the upper Midwest here and, you know, unemployment is like two, 3% here. So it's, it was already difficult to find employees. And then you add in challenging market conditions and economic conditions and, The retainment piece is a huge, huge challenge, especially when employees can job hop for a dollar more or two bucks more. And, you know, a hundred people are lined up to hire, you know, somebody that can essentially fog a mirror and maybe pass a drug test. (laughs) So, so, you know, the first thing I would say around, you know, attraction retainment of great employees is it starts from the inside out with your organization. And I think a lot of companies really miss the boat on that. They think it's this you know, this external force that they have to put out there to bring in really good people, you know, and then obviously you have the internal piece to retain them and stuff, but everything starts from the inside out within your organization. So if you really look at, you know, the things that will really start to shift and mold you and change how you do things from inside out, I would say number one is really, uh, what are your, what are your differentiators Uh, as a business and how are you really making them come to life from an internal perspective for your employees? You know, what's different, what's unique about how you do things? I think a huge piece that gets missed absolutely is communication. You know, so many people leave organizations uh, around communication, you know, and part of that is they don't like their manager. You know, that's the top two reasons people leave their current roles is they don't like their manager. Usually it's communication associated with that. And other reason is they don't have clarity on exactly what they're supposed to be doing. You know, they're hired to do one thing and they end up doing something else or there's no clear roles or responsibilities for them. So they have confusion. Therefore, there's no expectations. If there's no expectations, they're going to feel lost. And if someone feels lost, they're either going to do one of two things. They're either going to just kind of float along which is definitely not good, or they're going to be gone looking for something where they can find that clarity. So, you know, from the inside out, you have to have really good communication. You have to have a transparent culture. Another thing I think that's really important is identifying what is growth trajectory for people. I always tell the companies that we work with, if you have a high performer walk in the door and you can't tell them what your vision is as an organization, what their piece in the puzzle might be, where they can potentially work up to, and what you're really trying to do as a company, they're not going to be interested. Therefore, they're going to go find someplace that does offer those things. Is that the start of like how you actually create a very good growth environment in a company is by the first impression that employee has uh, when they walk in the door, basically, or that prospective employee? Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't think people put enough emphasis on the interview process. Um, Great high performing employees, they aren't coming in 
to impress you. They're coming in to interview you as a leader and as an organization. And I mean, I see companies all the time. They rush that interview process. They're not prepared. They don't have a seat well-defined for that position they're hiring for. They can't, they can't even talk to growth trajectory for an employee, let alone the vision of the organization. And somebody comes in, that's the kind of experience you provide, they're gone. And you're going you're gonna to battle with that until you start to change things from the inside out within your organization. Yeah, because I've definitely talked with people that went in there and they had questions to ask and they asked the questions that got answers. But then as they went along in their career, it didn't match up. So the consistency wasn't the same. And that's the thing that can frustrate a potential employee more than anything, because that goes back to what you said, lack of communication. And, you know, it, we live in such a different time now where people don't stay in a job for decades because they are looking for stability or that, you know, they have that loyalty factor. They're coming in, especially you look at the younger workforce. You know, I think of our intern Bryn this summer, you know, we asked her before she left, we said, what can we do to help you uh, score that next gig? And what are you looking for? What's the number one thing you're looking for? And I think the rest of our team, I mean, who's all at least 10 years older than her, were pretty surprised when she looked at us and said purpose. And we were all like, huh, that's the number one thing, not pay, not trajectory, not, you know, ability to climb a ladder of some kind. It was finding purpose in her role, which is, which is really, really cool. And I think subconsciously everyone's always looking for that. But gone are the days of where somebody will come in and just work a job for a decade or two and going to be upset and they're just going to deal with it. No, people, if they don't like it, they're gone. I mean, and we're not talking like after a year or two, we're talking like after a couple of weeks, maybe. If there isn't good clarity, good communication, there's a plan, uh, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a generational shift that some people either use as a crutch in their organization or they use it as an opportunity to set themselves up for the future and create that environment that can help new people grow and then know that they're going to possibly move on to do something else. But um, so when you think of, uh, if they are able to get that standout employee and someone that they're really excited to have, what's the best way they can actually retain that employee? Because that's getting the employee is not even the start of the battle. Like that's the first step. Like how do you keep that employee through the whole life cycle that you want them to be until they happen to move on or they retire, whatever it happens to be? Yeah, great question. I think, you know, I think some of the biggest priorities are and it's, and again, you, you hit the nail on the head, Preston, when somebody comes in for an interview, you need to know what is their plan? What are their desires, you know, professionally, you have to be able to connect with them personally as well, because that's at the heart of all of it. So when somebody, let's say you do get them in the door and they start with you, you better have a really well-defined plan of what do they want? Where do they want to get to? And then how can you support that? And as part of that, you know, you need to develop out a strong training plan, very defined development for them around their weaknesses or where their strengths are. How can they double down on those things? And then just really clear roles and responsibilities and communication. And people, people nowadays within the workforce so much appreciate transparency. And if you can't be open, honest, transparent, and forthright about things, People nowadays, they just don't trust you. I mean, honestly. 
they look at you like you're hiding something and you know your younger workforce wants to know they want to see behind the curtain so i would say between training between openness transparency nailing down their roles responsibilities and then knowing where they want to go and then uh, having a defined plan to support that so you're telling me sponsored pizza parties and paid for happy hours aren't going to do it anymore <laughs> you know it's funny because some companies really truly believe that that will do it and then they go i just can't imagine why somebody left you know we pay better than you know anybody else and i, I just i you know and we do all these things and i just I just don't understand it. And it's, you know, I always, I've kind of developed my own equation for this when people say culture and I say culture is just a, I'll be honest, it's a shitty buzzword. And to me, culture is the equation of really good communication plus really good clarity on role responsibility, where we're going as a company. And that creates really confident, engaged employees. So if you can do if you can do the communication and the clarity piece, uh, people aren't going to leave you for another dollar an hour or two more because they know where you're going. They know what their piece is in it. They're excited about it. You've shown them that future. You're supporting them. You're growing them. You're developing them. Uh, there's no reason to leave anywhere else. Well, since you have all these fantastic notes and uh, pieces of information about how other people can retain and gain new employees. Let's talk a little bit about basically what you were able to do when you started the greenhouse uh, after you decided to take on a full-time employee. Uh, what did you do when you started to look at bringing on new people? So that is a whole nother story, man. And with you being the first employee, we can jump into that in a whole nother episode because there's a, there is a very well-defined plan. And I took a very unorthodox method compared to how most people would look at attracting and growing an organization. So... I think we jump into that in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Growing for Success podcast, powered by The Greenhouse. Connect with us at growingforsuccess.com and subscribe to the podcast with new episodes every week. Let's grow.